middle of the res road we're your hosts morgan ricky and Alyssa. we're here to share the success stories of people who took the opportunity to join the trades and how these opportunities can be achieved by anyone looking for success our work may be seasonal but our stories don't have to be become your own success story hey guys middle of the res road again we're back with a episode about a book we've been reading and it's just us here today, so. I want to swing it over to Morgan. <laughs> Hi, Morgan. It's been a Hi. long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. I've been, my household has been so sick the past few months. I didn't have a voice for like a week, a week and a half. Just it's, like common cold type of uh, sickness? Yeah. Common cold, and then we got hit with the the stomach bug in the last like two weeks. It kind of sounds like your voice is still. It's coming still. Back a it's bit. still. Like I'm still really congested up here. Yeah. Like I I don't know. It's just a weird. I had a sore throat for like, literally two months straight. So it's been a long winter so oh. far. So we've been, at home a lot, trying to recoup. But, yeah, it feels good to be back. And sadly, this will be like. One of my last, well, probably my last official episode, I guess, as a as a host. And in case, I mean, that doesn't. This like maybe I'll be on in the future. I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I I would like to have you back. Yeah. You never know. We'll see. My life is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what the, mm-hmm. the new year will bring? Maybe there's a a topic that I'll relate to that you guys want to. Touch base then soon. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of the new year, did you have any new year resolutions? I don't know. I did, but I haven't followed through yet, so I really don't know. <laughs> um, my main was just to um, eat healthier, I guess. Yeah. And stop eating out. Eating, like, fast food? Yeah. And I've been doing a lot of research on red 40 like it's a dye in food oh yeah. yeah and i've just been reading the effects it has on kids um like cruz he's really super like like, like a hyperactive kid he mm-hmm. always has to be like moving yeah and i was reading into it and i just like certain dyes and that i just don't want that i want to cut out of our diet mm-hmm. and red 40 was a big one I think that's in a lot of food, actually. Yeah, it is. So it's kind of been tricky. That, yeah, I guess I don't know much about it. So, mm-hmm. and it makes kids like really like active, or, so like behavior-wise. Or? Yeah, behavior-wise, like sleep-wise. <laughs> is that why he's like so hyper? You think? I don't know. Or do you? I mean, I've accepted he's just, like, a <laughs> hyperactive kid. And yeah. Like, he's always has to be busy. But I'm just trying to find ways to, you know, have better lifestyle habits. hmm And just eating healthier. But I've learned Aldi. I I never used to shop at Aldi. But they, all their foods are dye-free. Oh, so really? now I've oh. been shopping at Aldi. 
I didn't know that. Yeah, so, like, their fruit snacks, they're, like, they sell, like, fruit roll-ups and all this stuff that, like, at Walmart or Super One is all, like, processed and has all the artificial dyes in it. But Aldi's is natural. Cool. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah, so that's what one of mine was. <laughs> We're slowly getting there. Ricky? Mine... And this one sucks. Mine was, uh, I wanted to eat slower mm. because sometimes I'll eat too fast and then I'll end up overeating. Oh, yeah. So my goal was to eat slower and so far I've lost almost 10 pounds doing wow. it. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. I was reading apparently like when you eat too fast, it doesn't give your bo- like your body enough time to realize that it's full. So that's why you end up overeating. So when you eat slower, it releases hormones that make you feel fuller. Oh. Yeah. So I decided to start trying that. I should tell Nate about that because he <laughs> is the world's fastest eater. And like I'll be on like two bites and he's already finished. Yeah. That's how he was too. Like, How do you eat that fast? I don't know. I th- But like for me and you, we're like, I know. we need our drinks. I need a drink. Can <laughs> I need to swallow it with every swallow? <laughs> What was yours? Um, A couple of mine were I definitely wanted to start reading more. So this like Mm. kicked it off. This book did. And um, cooking more because I'm not a cook. He's the at-home cook. Yeah. She's more of the frozen pizzas (laughs) and fish sticks. You want Mm. chicken nuggets and french fries? I can make you that. (laughs) (laughs) So I made... Which, like, blew people's mind that I, that was the first time I've ever made burgers, like, on the stove. Yes, I'm not a cook. Were they good? They're good. I liked them. That's good. They were really good, yeah. Good job. Yay. So, on to this book we've been reading. Yeah. I think you suggested the idea at first. I did. I, I don't know. I've just, I've heard a lot of things. It was about a, it. It was really good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I I learned a ton. I mean, we learned certain things in school about mm-hmm. our culture and, like, Columbus. He touched a lot on. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I relearned so much that I didn't know. Same. Like, it was like a history lesson, in a sense, because I didn't. To be honest, I probably d- didn't remember anyway too much of what I was taught in school because, like, when I do homework with my kids now, I don't even. <laughs> I was Googling how to do a multiplication, like, like problem. Well, and they do it so differently now, too. I so. know. So I feel like in general my memory has shifted from what we learned in school, so it was nice for, like, a accurate, like, trustworthy you know, like an information yeah. source. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So for those who don't know, we have read the book, Everything You Wanted to Know About Indians, But We're Too Afraid to Ask by Anton Schreuer. He's from um, Bemidji, so he's kind of local. Mm-hmm. He teaches at the university say, now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool that he was close and like... Yeah, he's really close. And he talked a lot about Minnesota, Mm -hmm. which was 
really relatable. Yeah. He's written quite a few books, actually. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize. I bet. Well, you guys lived close to Bemidji for a while, right? I think it's a. I think it's about. It's about the, the same, same, actually. Oh, hours. okay. Yeah. For some reason, I thought it was Just closer, but we're more central. I didn't realize. Like, I know he touched base on like Bemidji quite a bit, but the how, you know, cultural sensitive they are mm-hmm. towards maybe. Like, rather than Duluth, you know? I mean, I get it, they're different size-wise, but, like, having, like, Ojibwe, I don't know, their language on signs or... True. Um, yep. st- whatever it may be, it just different sensitivity up there than people might experience in another town. Yeah. And that's, all, that's all, the thing I like most, too, about, like, Cloquet and even at the schools, they... They're starting to incorporate more Ojibwe mm-hmm. language. I'm glad my kids, and I'm sure you are, guys are too, that there's like a, a, a presence, I guess, mm-hmm. of our culture in schools. Yeah, it's it's more known mm-hmm. compared to like, even when I was in school, it was never never really prominent. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing I think about a lot. Um, like when I was a kid, you know, getting called names derogatory names or whatever and then like I would just kind of okay well I'll just act you know like I'll just act white pretty much yeah you know because it was kind of shameful yeah but now that I'm an adult that was one of my you know new year's resolutions too is to like actually like learn and learn traditions and like like my mom and I were building up. I really want to build a wigwam in my yard. But my mom's like, we should start with like a model wigwam. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just trying to get more in tune because I didn't grow up practicing anything or really. Mm-hmm. Like my mom was an Ojibwe teacher, sure, but I'm not anywhere near like being able to like pass anything on to my kids. Yeah. And I don't want my kids to grow up not knowing so, I will ask the first question. What did everyone like most about the book? I liked how it was structured, to be honest. Like, it would be like a common question that people ask, mm-hmm. and then he would go in depth about it, a couple paragraphs, or yeah. answering that question. I like how that was structured. I really liked that too when I was. Before I started reading it, I was wondering how the layout would be. Like, if he just, you know, we kind of had to figure out the question, mm-hmm. you know, like, but I like how it was just blunt, too. Yeah, like, you thought it was going to be told more as a, like, yeah, a story. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was going to be, like, question, and literally, the answer. answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I like that part, too. I also like just how much information is packed into that, you know, this 300-page book. Yeah. I would have to say that was my favorite thing, too, was how it was like a history lesson in a sense. But I also liked how he he would answer it, but then give an, like an example, a mm-hmm. relatable example, like how he would describe how Native Americans were treated. But he also kind of um, put it like in a modern sense. Yeah, too. like gave analogies or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Per- yeah, I thought that was nice to get a different perspective. I think one of them he 
described it as like Germany, how they treated people during the Holocaust era. Um, how like Germany had to like they really tried hard to make it right, and they it was like put into law how they had to like put it in schools and like apologize and and actually yeah, like, like work really hard to make it right and like truthful. Yeah. Or like the um <clears throat> the fact that like the signage for the concentration camps in like Germany and stuff were only like a kilometer away from where the camp actually was where oh. in Poland it's like 150 miles you yeah. start seeing signage for all these camps and I think it's really cool that it's just really informational that all the stuff that he put in yeah and even if it wasn't about Native Americans it was about something else right made you think of made you think of different things too. yeah mm-hmm. what's your other question what did you like least I don't know that was a hard one to think about. You know, I don't say, I I probably wouldn't say least, but just some things that I just don't understand. Like, why he had to give an, exp- why he felt like he had to give an explanation on just certain topics. Right, like certain topics I just felt like yeah. weren't a native-only issue. Yeah, but I mean, I guess... I mean, I'm not saying why he felt that way. That's yeah. his his decision and his business, and I'm not judging it. But I just didn't, I don't know. I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, there's nothing I really didn't like about the book. I just kind of wish he touched on a couple more, like, cultural things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. Like, these are, like, frequent, frequently right. asked questions. Mm-hmm. But, like, I would like to know about, you know, things that aren't, talked about really like weddings and like ceremonial things yeah I think people would benefit from like knowing that kind of knowledge for sure yeah I didn't even think of weddings like because I have never I'm you know seen a Native American wedding and or a ceremony in that in that manner and that's something that I would love to see Mm -hmm. or just hear about I guess too for sure I'd have to agree with Morgan. Yeah. Yeah, like, there were certain issues in there I felt like weren't a Native-only issue, and I feel like it's, there's issues that people all over kind of share. Yeah. But maybe also that was what he was trying to do is... Yeah. Saying, hey, just because, you know, nat- Native people feel it doesn't mean everybody else doesn't also feel the same right. way. Like, yeah, that's no, true. So... Yeah, and again, they're, you know, frequently asked questions, you yeah. know, and maybe some people just don't know, and that's what has to be said, so. That's true. Very true. I also like the fact that he answered the question, do natives still live in teepees? Like, you know how many times <laughs> I've gotten asked if we still live uh. in teepees or ride horses I to know. places we need to go, and. <laughs> that question I was like when I read that I was like do really people really still ask this do we really live in teepees <laughs> yeah I think people you know who don't actually know I think I was someone was telling me a story and they lived down in Florida and they had no idea that that tribes were up this way mm. like had no wow. idea that 
we even exist, basically. See, that's which crazy. is sad. I mean, I guess it doesn't surprise me. Well, it was funny because his opening story about when he was in college <gasps> and he went to the that was like the best the part sweat of the book. lodge or the <laughs> the, the fake sweat yeah, lodge. Yeah, oh. he shows up to a bunch of naked <laughs> people. I don't. know. That was funny. I think that was one of my favorite parts mm-hmm. of the book too. And I I liked how he did a little bit of humor and personal stories and mm-hmm. history and he really tied everything in yeah it was really good is there a favorite quote that he said in the book that you enjoyed most i found one that i liked so i saved it on my phone and it was look for the whole story and you'll get a lot closer to the truth hmm, i like that yeah i feel like that explains a lot about our culture but a lot of, I mean, I think it's a personal thing, too, within someone's personal life, too. Yeah. Or anything, really. I have, a, I have two. I have Indians were imagined but not understood. And we are modern people, but we are ancient, too. And I feel like they kind of go hand in hand with one another, you know, being some people, like I said, are totally oblivious to Native Americans that were even here still. Right. That was actually mine. So we were <laughs> we're recognized, but we're yeah. not understood. Yeah. That, like I the like opening it. part of that section, like in the first part of the book, yep. that that really like was very. It was my one of my big takeaways. Speaking of that, what what was your guys' takeaway? Like, what's what part stood out the most to you? What something that I didn't know that I thought was really cool was the Pueblo people when the Spanish would force them to get baptized and then they would have a ceremony washing off the baptism that's still Mm -hmm. carried out today. Like I didn't know that and I thought that was really cool. I don't know. I think the biggest takeaway is, you know, like I loved reading the history section of it. Because, you know, we didn't learn that in school. And, I mean, we learned, but we learned in a different way. And I feel like just, like, reading those questions and his answers and the stories. And it just made me, like, think in a different way. Because I didn't know any of that. Yeah. I have to agree with you, Lou. The history part, I think, is what stood out to me and uh he referenced a marketing campaign he saw about a it was like a native american on an alcohol flyer oh yeah with the pilgrim and it was like drink like in indian or something um yeah i I remember what you're talking about so i just think like how far or when he referenced like why do native americans get upset when it's a mascot I just think of how far we've come and Mm -hmm. and just hoping people can come to realize, to understand all this. Yeah, definitely. And and it's really hard to not get mad when you're reading, like, history and stuff like that. Oh, I know. Or even just, you know, sad things that were done. Yeah. And they're still getting taught. 
today. So, Nate, well, you guys know we have, like, five kids all together. Mm-hmm. And Maddie went to Lakeview Christian Academy in Duluth. And she had a history book. And I was helping her with her history. And it still was just teaching, like, not accurate things about Native Americans. In a, and I, I mean, in a Christian school, I mean, it doesn't. Like, this book was from, like, literally, like, old, ancient book. (laughs) And I'm just like, really? We're still doing this? I don't know. I was just so shocked. Yeah. Yes. I definitely think that this needs to be in a curriculum. Oh, 100%. In schools. 100%. Especially, like, schools that are, like, close to reservation. So, I would like to know... What part of the book did you most relate to going off of? What was your takeaway? What did you relate to? I can start, too, if you guys want to think yeah, about I, it. I might need a minute, yeah. Okay. So p- the part that I most related to was uh, what's it like for natives who don't look native? Because mm. I feel like I had those kind of, you know, issues I guess when I was in high school because you know I'm a I'm a lighter skinned yeah. Native American and I think people have a, a stereotype like, in yeah. its own right there yeah yeah like oh you're not Native because you don't have dark skin which you know isn't the case and even with um, African Americans you know there's right a lighter skinned African American all the way up to you know the dark you know yeah and I know that there's still kids out there that feel that way, and especially like Miles, right? You know, yeah. and blue, blue eyed, yeah. blonde, blonde hair. Blue eyes. Well, like, yeah, and you know he still gets bullied for it in school, and you know yeah. people say you're not native because you look white, and I think it like hurts his feelings, and it hurts my feelings a little bit too because I kind of went through that. You know, being called like, well, you're a white girl because, you know. Right. When like all the native kids, they all call him white boy. and um, Yeah, that sucks. When he first moved here, you know, he grew up for a good chunk of his life. He was on, he grew up on the res. And so like he would talk about it. But then like all the kids would be like, oh, you're white. What are you doing talking about being native? You're racist, blah, blah, blah. Like, kids yeah. are brutal to each other. Oh, I know. Yeah. And so he's, he was feeling pretty bad about that. And it sucks that, you know, he, him, me, anybody else have to, like, defend it. Yeah. No, defend I Defend your heritage. And it just sucks. That is relatable. I mean, I grew up like that, too. I mean, I'm not the tannest stand I'm a whiter, mm-hmm. a lighter skin. But... I'm glad I'm not to that stage with, like, my kids. Like, Cruz, he's blonde-eyed, green-eyed kid, but he's he's almost a quarter. Yeah. But right now, he doesn't, I mean, he's seven, so he doesn't understand. He just thinks, yeah, I'm Native American. <laughs> <laughs> but he hasn't, well, like, I hope, I hope when he's Miles' age, it's a little bit different yeah. for him. But I'm glad there's, like, Indian Ed, and they make it, like, so fun. Well, and that's another thing, too, is he's afraid to go down there now. Oh, man, that's So, 
like for me, I always went to Indian Ed, whether people made fun of me or not or mm-hmm. whatever. And but now he's just afraid to go go to that, you know, that learning section of right. school. And I mean, those kids obviously need to get educated. Yeah, well, I think he's kind of like stepping away from. Like he's acting white. Right. To fit in. Yeah. And, you know, I just always tell him, you know, it's where you come from. Whether people like it or not, that's who you are. I'm, I don't know. It might be a teenager thing because I went to the same thing. Yeah. And yeah. Here I am 10 years later, like wishing I would have chose different wishing to be proud of who involved. I was. Yeah. 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 I think that goes back to. Like you said, he wanted to be more into the traditions and because that's especially with starting the podcast, too. Like, I know. I think that's what really kicked it off. I yeah. didn't realize like, oh, I can have a job and, you know, include my culture in it every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I worked at the casino here for how many years I worked at our human services and it, even on a reservation, the culture is not intertwined yeah but we can start a podcast and i mean we've met how many companies who intertwine the culture too yeah i don't know i think that just says something and that's that's who i want like i want to work for people who like i wouldn't i don't think i could ever go as much as it's tempting to go get work for the reservation i mean i live on it Mm -hmm. but i just don't their morals how they, I don't know. It's just not there. It's just not there for me. Yeah, and that makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Did you guys think of a, a relatable subject? I, I don't know. We kind of got a little heavy there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, relatable. I kind of want to piggyback something. off yours. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, I'll piggyback off yours because I definitely agree. Totally We all kind of just chimed in on yeah. yours. <laughs> Um, let's go with, was there any new questions, um, that you had after reading the book? I wanted to know more about Eli Parker. Refresh my memory. Um, see if I can find it, actually. He was an engineer. Well, he originally went to school to be... A lawyer oh but they wouldn't let him take the bar because yeah, he yeah. was native i remember now and so he became an engineer and then he tried to get commissioned into the civil war yeah i remember but they only did because he um grant lost most of his men mm-hmm. i mean i think that's something that might be you know an internet search or Maybe there's a book on him yeah. somewhere. Yeah, I would like to know more about his story because, let's see, where is it? He was appointed the Commissioner of Indian Affairs. Mm-hmm. But then after President Grant's term ended, he couldn't get another government office job and he yeah. died in poverty. Yeah, That's sad. so sad. That is sad. I want to definitely want to know more. You'll have to look up and see if there's any other books about him or... Yeah, definitely. I mean, hopefully there is, because that would be a great story. That's a good one, Ricky. I I really... 
I thought it was interesting when he referenced Indian gaming and um, I think it was like bringing like pharmaceuticals into like the reservations mm-hmm. as like a business. I thought that was interesting. So I, I wanted more. Like I just want to pick his brain really after. Like, where do you see reservations? Like, I know that was yeah. one of the questions. Like, yeah, will they be here or whatever? But I just want to pick his brain and be like, what should <laughs> reservations do? Like, <laughs> what do we need to do yeah. to grow? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I really had any like specific questions either. But it was again going back to like. I wish he would have touched more on like weddings and cultural mm-hmm. settings and things of those nature. Would you guys want to read um, another Anton Truer book? Definitely. I really like his writing style. Yeah, I do mm-hmm. too. Yeah. I would definitely read another book of his. Me too. I heard he does, um, well, I, I haven't heard of him being a, a speaker at any event, but I've heard like he's been to a few places to speak mm. and I just wonder like that's another like thing I've I thought about while reading it is I wonder how he speaks or like if you yeah. go to like what like what is he like as a professor or <laughs> you know what I mean if he can write this mm-hmm. good like what is he like in person right that'd be cool to see him speak though too yeah didn't you go to Bemidji yeah state but I went I only did online oh you did online yeah, yeah. I never went to campus okay I was like, maybe you met him and you didn't even know it. (laughs) (laughs) Who would you suggest this book to? Literally everybody. Everyone, yeah. You know, before we read this book, I was like, oh, you know, it probably, like, people should read this if they want to, like, know how to approach natives or, you know, like, people who are looking to build relationships with tribal members or tribal governments or whoever but yeah now that I read it it literally like I'm gonna like I might get the audiobook and play it for my kid yeah mm-hmm. when he you know can understand more like I think it literally should be everybody yeah especially especially schools mm-hmm. I think it would help battle a lot of the like stereotypes oh yeah yeah 100 percent and like just, I mean, it, you know, it doesn't have to be a big lesson or anything. Just Right. And I like how he touched base on, like, you know, if a white person, you know, we're reading this, like, I'm white, but I don't feel pri- privileged. Like, he kind of, you know, made it relatable for even, was for that sensitivity of a, you know, a non-native. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just think it's all around a five-star definitely it's really his opinion on issues is very like in tune with Mm -hmm. well how i how i view certain issues and stuff like that it's very relatable yeah yeah everybody might not relate like you know how you relate but they could they could relate in a different way and regardless of anybody's opinions or anything i think you would learn a ton from just reading a book yeah 
for sure. Like for one example is I have a friend in Michigan who has never really interacted with a native person ever. So like he'll ask me questions about certain things and some of them are like super offensive, but he doesn't mean it. <laughs> right. And yeah. Like he just wants to know and just gen- generally curious. Yeah. And almost every single question he asked me is in this book. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember him sending a snap to, um, to us and he was, he said he was flipping through the radio and, you know, some um, drummers were on the radio. And he's like, oh, my God, look, it's um, your culture is making its way to Michigan. I was like, dog. <laughs> <laughs> There's oh tribes in Michigan, you know. <laughs> it, oh, my God. You gosh. know, like, you know, he's two states away. And right. They just, some people just don't know. And that's why I think this is a great book for people to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy to... I mean, I've been to a fair amount of reservations, but I just wonder how, I mean, all reservations are different and all different cultures are different, mm-hmm. but like, I want to experience all the different, like, reservations. Yeah. Like, going and being, yeah, like, seeing their ways and how mm-hmm. they do things and. It just interests me. Yeah, I would love to do that, too. It's a lot, though. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> can I just make that my joke? <laughs> this week, I'm going to... <laughs> you can be a vlogger. <laughs> well, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you guys give this book? i definitely give it a 9.5 just because I did have those yeah. things that I wanted touched on, but 9.5. I'd give it a 9. Yeah, I'd give it a nine too. It was a really good book, very thorough, mm-hmm. very relatable. So, if you guys haven't um, read this book, everything you wanted to know about Indians but were too afraid to ask by Anton Truer, definitely pick it up. Um, he they're on Amazon. You can get it in um, audiobook. Audiobook. Form. I read it on my iPad and my phone. Yeah. So there's lots of different ways that this can be brought to light and I think there's also two different styles of book this is the mm-hmm. young uh the young readers edition and then there's another a shorter version, a shorter right? version yeah. too I just I, I wanted the longer version mm-hmm. and it's definitely worth the read yeah definitely I think I read mine within like four or five days yeah it I was really good yeah, I think I was about that time, too. It's a really easy read. I mean, I I read kind of fast, so I knocked it out in a day and a half. But <laughs> <laughs> And I'm glad, this is another thing. Sorry, I keep going back. I'm glad it wasn't, like, boring. Like, you think of how he, he laid it out. He could have done it so, like, question and just, like, a plain Jane response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How everything was just... He like, like really like detailed and yeah, thought he about. Yeah, really good analogies. Yes, it's just all. It was just all over really good. I'll Great. probably read it again. <laughs> you can when you read it to cruise. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. I think that's all I got for on yeah. the book. If there's any other, suge- uh, anything you guys want to bring up besides the book. Um. 
check out the book. He also recommends other books, too. I don't remember the name of them off the top of my head. But Yeah, get out there and lots of good books. read. And we're reading in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all I got. All right, Morgan. We're going to miss you. Yeah, miss you guys, too. It was, be, fun. It was a fun year. Yeah. I just can't believe how much, like, the start of last year to, yeah. like, the start of this year. It's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's been a journey for sure. Mm-hmm. Adventure-packed <laughs> travels Adventure packed. and <laughs> meeting new people. And yeah. I love it. It was fun. It was well, you'll definitely have to come back and yeah, good job, guys. Keep up the hard work. <laughs> and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Hey, hi, see ya, bye, bye. guys. Hey, hi.